Broadcasting live from Business Radio X Studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Learning Insight. Featuring learning professionals, improving performance to drive business results. Welcome to another exciting and informative edition of Learning Insights. This is your host, Stone Payton, and in the studio with me this morning is my good friend and co-host, Lee Cantor. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Mr. Stone. How are things in your world? I am doing well. I've got both daughters at home, but they're both kind of getting geared up for changes in our life. The oldest one is headed to D.C. before too long and trying to make her mark. And then I'm going to have a senior in high school. So I'm enjoying this last summer where we're all four at the house and uh so it's been you know you should hire a change management professional to help you I should. through this difficult time do you know anybody with connections <laughs> in that in that arena? i don't know maybe we can ask around <laughs> this is going to be a fun segment because uh we're going to get a chance to visit uh, with an organizational development consultant she is in the global organizational and leadership development arena for a company called Equifax. Her name is Mary Coons. But before we go to Mary and uh, learn a little bit about what she's up to, I want to catch up with uh, our good friend, Leanne Lankford. Good morning, Leanne. Good morning, Stone. Good morning, Lee. So you're just now coming off of Consultant Appreciation Week, month, whatever. How'd that go for you? Oh, it's still going on for all of June, but it is so much fun. It's my favorite month all year. so not only do we get get to do great things for all of our consultants, you know, gift cards and luncheons and breakfasts and that kind of stuff, but I get to travel around to all the cities in the southeast where we have um, offices and ah, meet and meet great consultants. Right? And I've had a lot of good adventures this month running around. So, so where has your tour taken you? Well, so first I went to Raleigh. Okay. Where I hear you guys are. Open, have opened a yes, station or in Metro one. Raleigh. Woo-hoo. We have a studio. Can't wait to visit mm-hmm. it. Um, so I went to Raleigh and met a bunch of consultants, and then I pulled a publicity stunt <laughs> where I <laughs> really I repelled. <laughs> you're going to love this. I repelled off an 11 story building. Wow. Uh, an office building? Office building. Get out of here. I did. <laughs> Just part, I, you did this on your own? A week and a half ago. No, it was a charity <laughs> event. <laughs> you're like, hey, you know what? I'll, I'll surprise them. I'll come in through the window. Right, right. No, I had to raise $1,000 in order to. To have the have privilege, the privilege to do of that? jumping off wow. a building. How exciting. <laughs> very cool. It was very fun. So what was it like when you're on the edge of the building and you're like, I got to do this now? <laughs> Terrifying. <laughs> For another grand, can we just <laughs> can take I, it? Can I not do it? <laughs> <laughs> I'll pay another thousand to not do it. That's what I was saying. I was going, no, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. And they talked me over the edge. And once you go over, it's <laughs> well, then fun. There's only one way down from there. Exactly. And they said I got down faster than any of the men. <laughs> is that a good thing? Like speed is good? <laughs> I think it was, I want down. <laughs> So that was fun. So w- was it just last week that we had a couple of, uh, of folks in, on your roster that were here? And I yes. thought that was an insightful conversation. Right, was learned a lot. That was yeah. a lot of fun. They are awesome. And Bonnie just gave a Lunch and Learn yesterday for us in Atlanta. Right. At, she was on your show last week. And right. It was a packed house. We had to pull in chairs. We were over at Rome. Well, they're radio personalities now. They? Yeah. I, mean, I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you have to look forward to, Mary. All right. Let's get, uh, let's get Mary involved in this conversation. Please join me in welcoming to the broadcast from Equifax. Miss Mary Coons, how you doing? I'm great, Stone. How are you today? I am doing well. Uh, so your primary function there at Equifax, what are they holding you responsible for? Oh gosh, they got me busy. <laughs> got me running around today. Uh, yeah, I I actually uh, lead the strategy for engagement uh, a topic. It's really, I think it, it applies to all employees. Is something that everybody is thinking about. Big hot topic right now. So you've cracked the code on this engagement thing. Well, I think we're getting there. I think it's a tough 
code to crack, but um, yeah, I think think Equifax has got a good plan, and uh, you know, we definitely have a lot of participation by our employees in the process, which is at the end of the day the the important part. So that's a metric. Participation is the metric for engagement. There's lots of different metrics for engagement. I mean, first of all, you, there's, there's it's a big it's a big process. Um, you know, I think uh, you've got to take a pragmatic approach to engagement. It, it's you know, first of all, engagement is one of those things where every employee um, knows what engages them. You know, what what drives you to work? What you know, what what are you guys excited about in your jobs? Um, but all employees know what what brings them to work every day. Um, you know, as a, as a learning professional, you have to start that process by getting a lot of folks involved um, at the very beginning. You've got to get organized, get your leadership on board. Right. Um, but Now, yeah. when the leadership says we want to improve engagement, are they, like you, you, like you said, everybody has a different definition of what engagement is. So first you have to clarify and define kind of... Absolutely. The yeah. terms, right? Yeah, and I think you know, companies in the past have always focused on employee satisfaction. And so that's different than engagement. So, right. you know, in the past, I think, you know, back in the olden days, you measure employee satisfaction. I, I sound like an 80-year-old. Um, <laughs> but, you know, now there's new mm. metrics and, and new ways of, of thinking about um, engagement. And the difference between satisfaction and engagement is you can be satisfied but not engaged. You can be right. satisfied with your... Feet up on the desk. Um, well, loving I'm satisfied your, that the check clears every exactly, month. Exactly, right? <laughs> you're satisfied about that check. Engaged is something a little bit different. You're right. much more emotionally connected to the work, the people that around you. That you care, you right? Care. A level of caring. Absolutely. That's different than just satisfaction. Absolutely. But doesn't it have to, at some point, go to an outcome that the company is trying to achieve? Like, how how do you connect that dot? Yeah, absolutely. You know the. the you start really engagement is um, engagement surveys are really just a measuring tool, but you're measuring so that you can do something at the right. end. You have and you want a certain level of productivity or something to happen at the end that grows the company, right? It's, That's why we're all doing this. Absolutely, you know it's it's the um, it's almost a contract you make with employees. Hey, we're going to ask you for this information. We're going to bug you. Right. Um, and at the end, we're going to actually do something about it. Right. So, you know, that can take a number of different forms. Yeah, um, at Equifax, we've decided to do action planning where it counts right at the team level, you know, where 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 you can make differences. You know, I, I'm, I need the company to do certain things, but most likely I need my manager and my team to uh, to maybe change something so I my my workplace is a little bit easier. I have more autonomy. You know, I I you know I have resources that I need. But then also, you know, the company has a certain responsibility too. There's things that the individual teams can't just solve on their own, or there might be themes that the the company needs to ladder up and 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 figure out and solve. And so that process is pretty pretty extensive too. You, that's where you've got to get your senior leaders involved, there might be some, you know, ask of money and uh, to solve some of those bigger issues. So I want to go back to this paycheck thing you mentioned, because I can envision, I'm sure it would never happen at Equifax, but in some organizations, surely there are leaders that expect full engagement because the paycheck clears. I mean, do you, do you think some people in your position run into that type of Right, because you have to manage the expectation of the the employee and the leaders, too. It's kind of a tricky role for you. Well, you know, I think also employees 
have a, a responsibility also to, you know, I would say I'm the, I'm the owner of my own job satisfaction. If I'm unhappy about something as an employee, I have a responsibility to raise my hand and say, hey, here's some suggestions for fixing that. You know, so all employees have that responsibility. Now, but, do you think that's an Equifax culture thing or do you think that that's just – uh, in general, employees should take that responsibility and that personal accountability. I think. I think in general, I think if you're an effective employee, I think, you know, it's it's you're probably going to be happier at the end of the day. You're probably right. going to be more effective. So in you your can role. put that in your book, personal accountability for the employees. That's a good. One. I think it's huge. <laughs> My book. <laughs> Do you know something I don't know, Lee? I'm trying to inspire you Thank and you. lead. I'm hey, trying to be perfect. a leader here. All right. So whether the leadership comes to you and says, look, we're, we really want to do something about engagement, or you go to the leadership and say, hey, we really need to do something about engagement, and you get, and you get the, them to allocate the resources and, uh, and the sponsorship for that, uh, what are some of the, the, the tools, techniques, things that you put into play to even start to lay the groundwork? Yeah, and sometimes, you know, that's grassroots. Sometimes leaders are saying, hey, we need to measure. You know, we need to measure. We don't really know. Um, we think we know what, how our employees are engaged, but I think we need some data around it. So mm -hmm. we go through that process of, of doing a survey. So what um, are some questions on the survey? You know, it's it can be anything. We, we typically – I strongly recommend for – all or all um, you know, learning professionals. If you're if you're looking at this, that you um, you partner with a uh, someone. You know, you so you don't put. Do you feel engaged on a scale of one to five? Usually not one of the questions <laughs> I've seen. Are you satisfied? <laughs> How many smiley faces? Yeah, um, you know I think that's what helps when you partner with some you know. A, a, an external partner that that you can they can help def design those questions right I to think get the results that you that are real that aren't just kind of superficial yeah right? they're they're experts at those question writers they're subject mm -hmm. matter experts at that so you know i think those questions can can be different based on what you're trying to get at with your company mm -hmm. um you know so you go through that design to to determine you know what what are we supposed to be asking what right. what what do we think Based on what we're hearing from employees are important and, and maybe what their pain points are, let's ask some questions around that. What are, what are some um, symptoms of, of lack of engagement? Yeah, you know, it, engagement is one of those things that it can affect. Um, you know, there's a lot of, lot of research out there. It, it can affect your, your profit. Um, companies with that have a highly engaged workforce are typically seeing 26% more uh, profitability. So um, that's kind of a, if you're management and you see like our profits going down, maybe we're engagement is a place to look that we can uh, solve this challenge. Often it's a core issue, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, and it's a reason to do it too. It's not just, uh, you know, so that everything is rainbows and sunshine around here and we're all going to feel better. 26% improvement, that's that's worth investing some energy in. Yeah, it can it can be related to, you know, your sales, um, you know, it's retention. There's a lot of different metrics that HR looks at to determine, um, you know, if you're seeing promotions uh, uh, within your corporation, within your company, you, you know, if you're seeing lack of that, most likely there are some leading edge indicators. You've got poor engagement. So, but you want some third party credibility, objectivity in the design and execution of this assessment. I, I know I could see myself being tempted to run the assessment and then just send out the report that says, good news, everybody but one employee is fully engaged. And yeah. when we find them, <laughs> we're going to free up their future. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Which is probably not the best way to do this, right? Well, you know, what's funny is in order to get 
in order even to get to that point, you know, one of the other reasons to, to partner with somebody is because you know, you're contracting with an, uh, essentially a um, your employees to say, hey, trust us with this information. We want you to pour your oh, heart out yeah. in this right. survey and tell us everything that's wrong. But, but now, it's anonymous. But we're going to complete. We're going to keep <laughs> wait, it confidential, wait. right? Um, so you know, at Equifax, we actually partnered with Quantum Workplace, uh, and they've been phenomenal. But one of the things we we um, Quantum Work. I got to send them a bill. Quantum yeah, Workplace. Quantum Workplace. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah. They're, <laughs> They're a fantastic partner. Go ahead. We'll get them on the maybe we'll get them on the radio show. I'm sure they love it. Perfect. Go ahead. So um, they're the best places to work, people. And and essentially, you know, one of the the agreements we had is you're not going to give us any individual results. Um, It's only you know essentially you're going to give it give us results in the level of six people. So rolled up to six people at the very least. Right. So that there is that agreement. You know, you're part of what you're doing with your employees with. It, starting with the surveys, building that trust, um, so that they'll continue to share their concerns. Because if, if you don't get that, you're, you're not really able to solve any sort of engagement issues. Now, does engagement? Um, we're talking about the employees, but does it also um, pertain to vendors and suppliers and and all the other uh, stakeholders in the mm-hmm. company? Absolutely. Um, so you're not surveying those those folks, right? But, but don't you want a level of engagement from them as well? So you have to. There has to be some method of kind of determining their level of engagement. Absolutely. Yeah. I think you know. It, it essentially, you know, it, it's a, a pretty known fact that if your employees are engaged, you know, they're they're um, you know, driving the business. They're probably partnering better with those vendors. Right. Um, you know, they have you know better. Um, you know, better focus, better agenda with those vendors. You know, they're they're not trying to figure out who, um, tr- not trying to slice the pie up, but trying to figure out how to make the pie bigger. Right. Um, you know, that's a much better way of working together than than others. Well, I would be interested in Leanne's perspective on that because it occurs to me that in a situation like yours, where you're deploying people who have very specific skill sets, they're seasoned consultants in their uh, respective disciplines that maybe they are have a tendency to be very engaged because they're doing the work that they were born to do and that they want to do? Is there some merit in that? Oh, absolutely some merit. So, you know, we provide some consultants to Equifax, and they get to work on exactly their skill set, their unique ability, um, and they are very engaged, and they will stay as long as Equifax will let them. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's good. We need you. <laughs> yes, and so, it, but it just makes for a really, really well engaged contractor because they really are not working on anything that they're not great at. Yeah. So, so how did, how did it, did you land on quantum? And I guess what I'm really after is your your decision criteria. You guys got together and decided what you wanted out of a vendor for that, and maybe it's a set of disciplines you apply to everything. Like what 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 kind of criteria you established when you decided to do some work with training pros or. Yeah, speak to that a little bit. Yeah, you know, you're looking for some, you're looking for a company that has deep subject matter expertise because, you know, as an OD professional, I I don't have the time to to dig into all that research and become a subject matter expert. You know, um, there are a number of companies out there um, just like, um, you know, just like training pros that that are experts in the survey um, and engagement space. So you know, you tend to look at those. What we looked for, quite frankly, was um, 
at the end of the day, good partnership. You know, did we gel as a team? Because um, when you're doing engagement, it's pretty personal stuff, right? You're, mm-hmm. It's pretty personal. Um, you're, you're showing the light on um, – you know some of the some of the uh, more of the warts in the company, right? The and good, the bad, the ugly. The good, the I bad. I mean, in order the... in order to get good results, you have to see the whole thing. You can't just be like Stone said earlier, all the good stuff. Yeah, so you've got to know that you've got a partner to help you solve some of that. Right, trust has to be super high. Huge, huge is part of this process. So you're looking for that, looking for subject matter expertise. Um, You know, uh, in Quantum's case, they had a phenomenal platform that was – we we drive a lot of our – um, employees to self-serve in, in a lot of different ways. And so this they had a they had a great tool to, to help with that so that, you know, you can imagine Equifax, a bunch of analytics folks. Exactly. They're going to want to see that <laughs> analytics. And so we wanted to make sure that we knew they would be engaged in the engagement process and talking mm-hmm. to their team if they had the numbers and they could touch them. Right. So that was a huge part of our decision. And then from it has to be a match culturally and philosophically. Yeah. And then do you guys work together in true partnership where you're together crafting a solution or are you just buying an off-the-rack solution that they sell? You know, the solution is really getting to the solution is kind of an interesting um, aspect. Is So you, know, you survey, and that's really where the vendor um, to, has a, a lot of influence. You do the survey, they share the results. Then as a um, internally as a company, you now need to kind of socialize those results. It's, it's right. pr- pretty much where the vendor's role ends. They're the expert, but but then we go out, We you know, we spent time with our SLT explaining the results. Um you know, talking through what is it? What does this mean for us? Right um, now, how are we going to share this with our managers, our employees? Um, because that's important. Part of this loop is you want to get back to the employees so they see that that effort that they did and that sharing and that being vulnerable to a certain degree paid off in some manner, right? Exactly. Yeah. So we actually used a cross-functional group of leaders um, from you know almost every region, um, and and we brought them into Atlanta. You know, laid it all on the table, mm-hmm. said, here are the engagement results, here are all the – we did focus groups uh, worldwide, even in Russia. I didn't do those. Even in Russia. <laughs> even in you Russia. You heard it here first. Even, even in Russia. We're asking our Russian uh, <laughs> employees how they want to be engaged. Isn't that fantastic? Um, so, but, you know, it's it's a little bit regional too. So they, uh, you know, we did those focus groups to, to get actual stories. You right. Know, you got the numbers, mm. first of all, with the survey. But it's but the stories that make it come alive, right? It's not, yeah, you know, you just don't want to have a spreadsheet out there and go, see, we're 11, you yeah. know, like it has to have, you want to have that guy telling you that anecdote that makes it real, right? Yeah, the guy in Virginia that said, hey, um, sometimes I feel like you treat me like a widget. You know that that that's a and powerful. That, that made it on the board somewhere, it, right? It did, yeah, <laughs> somebody circled that. Yeah, it did. But at the same time, they're also saying things like, you know, my manager is uh, my manager talks to me about career development all the time and, and talks to me about new opportunities. So you get both, right? Um, there's you know the good and the bad and the ugly, like you said. But um, were yeah, any it, surprises? Did something come up and you're like, wow, I did not see that. Or was everything kind of aligned in the manner that you saw? Yeah, I, you know, I think we heard similar things that that uh, Equifax had not done an engagement survey in a couple of years, right? So we had heard similar challenges. Um, I think we were probably surprised by how well um, how well employees were already engaged. I think there was maybe an assumption that they were not as engaged as right. they were. So it was a pleasant surprise. It was a pleasant surprise. But that widget kind of comment 
Well, that left a mark, right? Sure. I mean, <laughs> it's good data that you can share with your right. leaders to as a perspective. You know, right. There's a lot of those comments. There's always work to be done. There's always work to be done. I think the surprise probably most was the things that employees raised were the same. It didn't matter if it was in Russia oh, wow. That's or in a different That's business. Data you know? right there. Yeah, it was – the themes were so – uh, succinct across the organization, um, yeah, all very similar. What we what we personally, you know, what we heard was, you know, uh, we want to better understand how we can recognize or be recognized, mm-hmm. as well as you people know, like to be appreciated. People like to be recognized and appreciated. So, I think there wasn't, there isn't a lot of awareness about. So now, that. did that when you, you know, obviously you said that this was similar to what it had been in the past. Is there efforts now to really kind of double down on this area and and make it a point to create more opportunities to appreciate and recognize people? Yeah, there's a huge effort underway. That cross-functional group that I right. I mentioned uh, has been uh, burning the midnight oil, uh, trying to um, solve for that. So yeah, looking at you know what is best practices and right. recognition and what because you know, that's personal why are we doing too, it right? Absolutely. You know, it's easy to say, oh, we're going to recognize and some people like to be recognized in different manners absolutely so how do you do you bring them involved do you get the employees involved in helping craft their own recognition program yeah employees have to be involved right. yeah because you're right so you know, each one of us in this room probably would like to be recognized differently right and so you, know, you have to figure out a way that you can easily customize or deliver mm-hmm. that kind of recognition um, and it has to be easy, right? It has to be integrated with everything else you're doing so that, you know, Leanne and I have a good working experience and boom, I can just send her a thank you and say, you know, there's a bit of a difference between recognition. Sometimes recognition, we, we associate that with a monetary, right. um, but there's appreciation. You got to make peer to peer appreciation easier for employee, you know, right. for people just to say, you know, I could always write Leanne a note, but if I can, if I have an easy way in my work just to say, Hey, I just got done with a great meeting. I want to mm-hmm. thank her for a, a very specific thing right. she did. So you got to make that easy for employees. And then you're building really a, a culture of gratitude across the organization. That's a fun place to work when you have that. Absolutely. But I mean, for me, this almost circles back to some of the uh, observations made very early in the conversation around the employee is responsible to, to a great extent for their own engagement. So I sense that the response to the results is, hey, here's the results. Sorry we didn't do so well here, here, and here. We're going to go back to the workshop and do better, and we're going to fix it for you. It's more of a collaborative effort that involves and and, uh, sets the expectation that the employee is going to uh, play a, a, an, a, an important role in crafting the, the future of the solution. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, if, if they're not involved, it, it really is going to feel like top down. Um, but, it, you know, engagement is something that we all own. I mean, I own my own engagement. You know, we all have to own it or it's not going to be effective. Um, it's not just how to how can managers engage employees. It's you know as a as an employee, how do I engage my manager? You know, uh-huh. there's there's All a right. there's a lot of ways you know, you've got to think about engagement just a little bit differently. So, uh, you, you know, that action planning is key to to have a lot of good involvement uh, by your employees to make sure that that's happening. Now, how do you move from this being an event to something that this is now kind of a sustainable lifestyle? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, you know, sustaining engagement is probably key to you know, part of that agreement you've made with your employees of, hey, okay, you gave us this great information. You know, we, we you trusted us with this information. Now, now we're doing something, and you're involved in that doing. And now, we're going to measure it again. 
So, you know, part of sustaining is you, you measure once, so you have a little bit of a benchmark or a baseline. Right. Well, now we're going to measure again to find out, have we, all these efforts, you know, all our discussion, we had this great organizational discussion. Is it moving the mark? Are we, are we making a difference? Are we doing what you asked? Um, you know, are you involved? Are you, do you, do you feel, you know, we talked about engagement being, um, you know, how people are more emotionally connected. Right. It's a feeling. Do you feel that things are different? Is our culture changing, um, you know, because of it? And, and you can measure that. A key thing for um, when you're measuring is that um, there are certain, certain groups, you, you, there are certain engagement drivers. So if you've got your engagement survey results back, um, you can determine what are the drivers of engagement for, you know, down to mm-hmm. the team, down to your employee group. And so that's one way that you're going to focus on those engagement actions is, is you want to focus on those drivers. Because, you know, it, it's really easy through this whole thing to get lost and try to bo- boil the ocean for companies. You know, they, they want to solve everything. You hear, okay, this is a problem. Oh, this right. is a problem. And so I think you've got to be successful with understanding what are the one or two things. Right. Let's just prioritize, pick a couple and just go deep in those and, and try to done. solve that. Yeah. And then we can move on to Kevin the Kevin and one. I, we asked for an espresso machine the last time we did one of these assessments. And I really you think that would fix everything <laughs> around here. I don't see it anymore. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It hasn't, been, it hasn't been implemented. I would think on both passes or however many passes you do to, to find out uh, – to benchmark and then decide what progress you've made against some of those things that have been raised, that you'd have to be careful about get excited because you got a you know you got an eight on a on a scale of one to ten because that eight might be made up of one pocket in the organization or a function or a level, you know ranking ranking at a four a lot and then and then a whole another pocket or region or whatever ranking at a ten or it, you have to you have to dive deeper than just an average score across the board right absolutely well and your your solution whatever you know you determine as a company that you want to um focus your efforts on has to usually be led or driven at that enterprise level but flexible enough that it, it can be customized uh, to yeah. serve the need at that local level i mean we've you know we've got people in uruguay and paraguay and and brazil you know um you know, all over Latin America. And even though what we heard from them was the same, the solution's probably going to need to be a little bit different. Yeah, it's going to have to have the own, their own flavor. Um, it has to be localized. Well, you are clearly in the kind of work you were born to do. We were talking about that earlier. How did you get there? Did you start out doing something completely different, or have you always been in this arena? You know, I have a, I have a distinct you know, pleasure opportunity. I, I started as an instructional designer. You know, I, oh, yeah. I, yeah, I, I've been, you know, I cut my teeth uh, in instructional design early in my career and, um, just, you know, moved into leadership and, and then organizational development. I, you know, I have, I, I get to work on lots of really cool employee focused, um, projects at Equifax, uh, engagement being one of them. But yeah, it's, it's, a. Uh, it's definitely a passion. I think it has to be. But I mean, what could be cooler, quite frankly, than helping you know change the culture and helping employees you know uh, you know changing employees' lives through through engagement and doing it for an organization like Equifax that uh, clearly leadership has made a conscious decision to commit the resources and cultivate that kind of culture that's truly going to profit from your efforts as opposed to just being. You know, show. You know, we've got smart leaders that understand the business case that you know high engagement leads leads to high profitability. Um, taking action or or um, 
essentially you know, making, following through on the actions of the engagement survey are one of our CEO's top priorities of the year. It's, it's, you know, it's at that level. So that, and that makes your job easier and more rewarding, I'm sure. Cause instead of battling, I'm sure some organizations don't have that kind of leadership where they're, you know, kind of just speaking into the wind and they're not getting heard. Yeah. And I think that my advice to those, those folks is there's, you know, it, it, it took a couple of years to have those conversations to get there. They can influence that. You know, they just have to start having those organizational conversations. And it know? goes back to your earlier comment of personal accountability. If you believe that this is important, then make it your business to get leadership to understand that it's important. And there's enough data and science to kind of validate that. It's not like you're making stuff up. Absolutely. You know, this this group of leaders, we call it the Business Advisor Council, when we reached out and said, hey, anybody want to work work on this? Not a single one said no. I mean, it's, hey, yeah, I want to be this part of it. This is kind of important. Yeah, right. I, I, I think I can make time in my very busy work schedule right. to work on engagement. I mean, cause, right. and here's, everybody gets it. Right. Everybody sees where the needs are, wants to influence it. So it's, it's pretty easy to get that involvement. That well, level you, of engagement. See that? A key takeaway for me is this is not soft stuff. I mean, I'll give you a buck or a buck and a nickel for a dollar twenty-six all day long. I mean, this is this is genuinely has a meaningful impact on the on the bottom line. This is not soft stuff. Yeah, and you know, I would even you know, as you're as you're out there in in um, you know looking at new jobs and companies, if you're you know if you're job seeking. One of the things I think, if your company's not doing engagement surveys, don't and they don't have an opportunity to for an employee to provide their their true voice. You know, it's, right. there lots of ways companies do that. Engagement survey is not always the only way, but but there should be a venue and you know a, a vehicle for for employees to be able to have that confidential conversation constantly. You know, that's measured, and that you know that's one way we hold it, it, managers accountable and leaders accountable is is through you know how are those engagement results looking year after year? It's it's a good leading indicator, and and um, most likely, you know, often companies that are tracking that are often you know that that line that graph line looks a lot like you know their profitability and sales. <laughs> So what's the next big thing for you? I'm sure you'll be rappelling off of a building soon to follow right. in Leanne's footsteps. So <laughs> impressed with Leanne. <laughs> but I, you I can't wait to pro- see the YouTube yeah, video I, I of just, that. Why don't we have video of that? I, that's fantastic. <laughs> we should post it along right. with this. <laughs> we definitely got to see that. So um, yeah, what's on your plate next? You know summer? what? We are um, right now we're preparing those leaders. We're, we're actually going to our, our leadership group next week to uh, talk more about this engagement survey and, and, and the action mm. plan. So, and what's next, right? Yeah, exactly. Gotta, there has to be a next step. There's a next step. So, you know, we already have their buy-in, but now we're down to specific problem solving. Where, and <clears throat> this is where the rubber hits the road. Where the rubber hits the road. <laughs> so we're pretty confident. Mm. You know, they're all they're all interested in uh, pushing us to move faster, quicker. Um, Good. Because, you know, they're hearing from their employees. So, yeah, I know that they they're interested in what what this business advisory council has to say. So we're excited about the opportunity to even have the conversation. So um, next week. All right. Well, a timely discussion for you. Then certainly a delightful conversation for us. Thanks so much for coming by and, and sharing your ideas and insights with us. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. And Leanne, thank you. Still batting a thousand. We have so much fun with the folks that you bring in here from organizations and the folks on your roster that serve them. Well, you're welcome, but it's easy to find <laughs> fun people in our field. <laughs> so. All right. Until next time, this is Stone Payton for Lee Cantor, our guest today, and everyone here at the Business Radio X family saying we'll see you next week.
on Learning Insights.